0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, everyone, to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am the host, your coach, your spiritual advisor, Rolinda. And I wanted to welcome you to not just any podcast, but a podcast that is purposed to guide you through your healing journey. What is the Psalms of My Emotions? It's not necessarily the Psalms of My Emotions. Even though I do use my testimony as a tool to guide you through your healing but it is your psalms of your emotions. I believe that after listening to these Jesus nuggets, as I call them, you will have a testimony that is music to God's ears. So let's hop right into this episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 hey everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Uh, Let me know if you can hear me. (laughs) I'm using a new um, microphone. So I did test it, but I know it works, but haven't did an Emotion Monday on it yet. So welcome, you guys, to Emotion Monday. Um, By now, it should be one of your most favorite day of the week and most favorite time, (laughs) right? So I just want to get this intro out of the way. Welcome to Emotion Monday. Um, This is definitely a God-given assignment that he has given me. to come in encouraged, let this be a jump start to the rest of your week. Coming off of a weekend, however that may be, however that have may turned out, God just wanted me to get on here, um, and allow Him to speak. You can hear me, good, good, good. <laughs> um, to get on here and speak, um. I address the elephant in the room most of the time. This is what Emotion Mondays is. I address that elephant in the room. Whatever Jesus nugget that God gives me, it's just only to serve the purpose of jumpstarting you um, into your purpose and mainly for your healing. So I'm excited, you know, so excited about everyone's healing, right? Through my testimony. You know, and not only that, I pray that what you get here, that it will produce a a testimony for you so that it could be music to God's ears, right? So welcome again. And I just want to welcome my podcast listeners. If you guys don't know, I do have a podcast and these episodes do load up. Uh, We are over a hundred episodes and counting. So, you know, if you want to go, it's on most streaming. You can go on Amazon Music. It's on Audible, um, on Apple. It's on mostly everything. Some things I don't even know that it's on, but it pops up. Just type in the sounds of my emotions. So let's get started. You guys know my hashtag. If you don't, you're going to hear it. Let the healing begin. All right, guys. So I mean, God had been dropping some good nuggets regarding this topic. I didn't come on last week because he was still speaking to me, right? He was still speaking to me. And so most of the time, you know, I try to get on here on every Monday unless God says stop and pause. I want to tell you something more. So usually, you know, I obey the voice of God. So if he doesn't want me to come on here, even though I say I'm going to be on here every Monday i have to listen to the voice of god right so we're on here talking about the power of testimony let me tell y'all testimony is everything testimony is your key your testimony is the key to what you have praying to god been praying to god for does anyone know that your testimony is the key to stepping in the things that you have been praying to God for. And I'm going to make it clear and I'm going to make it plain. That's how I teach, right? So I just want to get into basically, you guys know I'm a definition person. So, you know, just talking about a testimony, the definition of a testimony is evidence, right? It's testimonials in business, example, you know, that's the example, like testimonies in business, um, importance. It's important because people look for it. You know, I can't. I'm, that's a shame. I got notes and just stumbling over my notes, y'all. You know, that's why God got me off this paper. I only wrote a few notes down just so I could stay on track and what he had downloaded to me. But I'm going to read that again. So testimony is evidence, right? And it's testimonials. And these are important for people. People look for a testimony, right? People, when you buy something... What do most people look for? You look for reviews, right? You look for people testifying of a product, right? So this is why a testimony in the kingdom of God is so important. There are so many people that don't know God, hasn't wit- have not witnessed the power of God, have not been in the presence of God, and how will they know what God is like? Without someone testifying of how he has moved in our life. Now, it's difficult because who wants to be tested? Who wants to be pressed on? Who wants to be tried, right? But that's how testimonies are produced. God has to use somebody. Somebody has to go through the test. (laughs) Somebody has to go through the test. So when you're asking God, use me, do this for me, God use me in this manner you're setting yourself up to be tested right you're setting yourself to be tested and not tested for tested sake you're being tested so you can be a testimony right so it's not for 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 nothing you're not going through anything for for nothing right if i said that right oh well (laughs) y'all get my hint y'all get my point you're not going and i just wanted to encourage you guys on here, that you're not going through whatever you're going through for nothing. This is setting you up for the biggest blessing in your life. Listen, I'm a witness and I'm gonna get into, listen, I'm gonna probably need, I need so much time to tell my own testimony. (laughs) I'm not gonna do it all here. Majority of it is in a book, thank God. That, you know, maybe some of you have already purchased, you know, or have been watching me, you know, over the last couple of years, um, testify of what, how God has brought me to this point. Um, I don't think I could be here. I could not be here if God had not tested me. Right. And like I said, the importance of you having a testimony, you need to have it because people are looking for it right no one ever buys a product you know we're talking about just humans in general no one buys a product without someone testifying of it how good it is you know how it will help you right so we look at the same thing especially with us being flesh we do that with the same thing with God people want to see what is he doing in your life what works are he doing? Why should I choose this God to be Lord over my life? What has he done, right? What? How will my life be better? How will I obtain peace? How will I get the joy that you're talking about? If you're not telling people the things that you go through to get to this point, you know, and I'm going to get deeper. This is just my intro. I'm just talking right now. If you don't tell people as being a Christian on how God has used you and touched you in your life, you're doing yourself a disservice being a disciple of Christ, right? You got to have a testimony, you got to have, and you got to tell it. You can't be ashamed of it. The Bible is full of testimonies. If there were no testimonies, how will we uplift this, this the book, the Bible, up to the standard that it's in if nobody was... That was all testimony. You guys think about it. There's gospels in there. That means a a, a a telling of, you know, telling the gospel, the truth, right? How? If they didn't go through anything. What would they write about if they didn't go through anything, right? How could the Bible be written if nobody went through anything? Or people were scared to tell. How will we get blessed? How how would we get transformed? The Bible would be non-existent if testimonies weren't that important, right? And so even in scripture, it says, you know, Revelations 12 and 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Him, we're talking about the enemy. And by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives until death so basically what is that is saying is you know jesus dying on the cross that part is done but the other missing piece is the word of our testimony us testifying how what jesus has done in our life how jesus has turned our life around you can preach jesus on the cross all day but if you have not testified of his crucifixion in your life, people aren't going to believe it. You can talk about Jesus all day, and and I think we lean on that a lot. But it's also because people are don't know, and people, why should I? Why should I adopt this belief? Why should I have faith in this? Right? You need to be tried, so. Um, let me get through my notes. Um, so some people believe that, you know, um, it's in some cases that you don't testify until the test is over. I believe in that for the majority of it, but I do believe that you could still testify of the test, right? Right. People need to know how hard a test is. You know, I just think about school, how when you go, you know, on campus or whatever, you go in a classroom, you take the test, you come out of the classroom and someone asks you, how was the test? How many questions was it? How hard was it? Not knowing if you passed or not, but you are testifying of the fact of preparing their minds, preparing their spirits on enduring this test. So I believe the testimony could be limited to that. You can really definitely tell someone, hey, you need this to get ready for this test. You need that to get ready for this test, right? You can testify of the test, right? So, you know, I believe that it doesn't mean that you share like you passed it. You succeeded it, right? You have to, it's it's just, to me, that's a good part of the testimony. Tell. Even just that part, right? It's not over, but you can testify of that part. And um, some may need to know that they are not the only ones being tested. So a lot of times when you do testify of you being tested, you are letting other people know that they are not the only ones being tested. Y'all not out here alone if you standing up for christ we all being tested (laughs) we are all being tested no one is exempt right if you are trying to do this thing right we're all being tested and sometimes it's good to tell people like hey god tested me too and not testifying of the temptation but testifying of the test it's a difference right because when you testify of a temptation, that's flesh, right? That's flesh. You can't. You got to testify of the test because you're willing to 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 try and do what you can to pass. But tempting is like, hey, yeah, this is what happened to me too, <laughs> right? So that's that was one thing that God shared with me. You know, He says some may need to know that they are not the only ones being tested, which that portion of the testimony would be beneficial so that would be beneficial so don't get discouraged where you're like well i'm not over it. over it some people love to know that they're not alone right so you could definitely testify to that part and some just need to know exactly how hard or the difficulty how to prepare for the test i just explained that to you guys don't testify of the the temptation but the test And so the other thing is your testimony can be in danger. Listen, y'all. The thing is when you do testify and do your testimony too early, you are in danger of becoming invalid if your witness is tainted. So even though you may have an awesome testimony, right? You've been through some things, God brought you through some things, but if you are not, uh showing and showcasing fruit of that you could have went through all of that stuff and because of your character it's not it's it's of non-effect you have made the word of god non-effect right even though you have been through stuff you know you've been through testing but you have made the word of non-effect what god would have used to bring someone to a, a, a higher place in him to bring to dedicate their life to him they don't want to because they don't want to hear because you're mean you're nasty you canker you're cantankerous right they don't even want to hear what you've been through at this point because you're so mean like well you telling me this and it made you mean this is the fruit of you go through i don't want to go through that <laughs> right <laughs> You know we gotta come out victorious. And what I loved about that scripture, you know, we we all know. Well, most of us. I'm not gonna. I never say when someone knows something because everyone doesn't know. You know this gospel. And you know, like I said, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved like their lives unto death. Before that, a couple of scriptures going up. You know, it talked about how, you know, when de- when when the devil was sent to earth right and then you know was just trying to attack you know trying really trying to search for where jesus was coming from and and you know he you know stopped him at all costs trying to stop him right or trying to feel like he was victorious because he thought he killed jesus you know when he had went through the religious people used the religious people used the pharisees and Sadducees, and thought he accomplished the mission not knowing that there was something behind that look got the victory anyway so that part was done but not knowing that all those people that followed him his disciples the ministry that they started this was what was going to carry on right and bring people to jesus regardless if he was here in the flesh right so that's the part that i loved about that it was just that you know, just shows you how powerful your testimony is. There has to be proof of Jesus working in your life. I like that. I'm gonna sum that up right there. There has to be proof of Jesus working in your life, right? So I just want to sit here in gratitude of the testimony that God has given me to share and I became so grateful this year because there are people that are yielding fruit from what I went through, right? I wouldn't know what to tell people. I wouldn't know how to advise people if God had not did what he did through my life, right? So my thing is, it started with, you know, just, you know, I guess as a child, you know, just being different sticking out like a sore thumb sticking up for myself and anything like I was not a person that uh yielded to peer pressure I wasn't a person that did what everybody else did um I always watched people I love to study people uh study their actions it intrigued me uh the cause and effect of people and what they did so I had did that my whole life and I as I got into high school and things, I would fit in with people, but I didn't really fit in. You know, can y'all testify? Because some of y'all testify this. You know, this platform, this group is my creatives. You know, healing for the creatives. So if you all here and you watching, you are creative. And the things that emotionally, what happens with creatives, usually they're, uh, they stick out. Right? They are the ones that stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> You know, it's something different about you. Some of you may have ran from your difference, but if you walk with God, you will see how it just, it just benefits you in the long run. And I see that now, but like I said, I can testify of people benefiting from what I went through. So started when I was a child being rejected. Um, and this is another thing. This is just coming to my mind. Never get tired of telling your testimony. One time isn't enough. This is what will take you into the promises of God. I promise you. Your testimony is what takes you into the promises of God. You know, because that's what takes you. God has to, it's all God, right? You're praying to God to give you something, but don't want to go through the test. You can't do it. You can't do it one without the other. And if you get, what you asking what you're asking god for without being processed you gotta kind of question did this come from god right did this really come from god or you know because especially if it comes fast right if it comes fast you can you might want to check and be like okay did this come from god or did this come from the enemy is this a setup but anyway so i went from the uh you know just being that as a child, I went through, you know, just rejection and, you know, low self-esteem. It caused me to settle because I had an emptiness, a God hole, I call it God hole in my spirit that only Jesus could fill. And I was trying to fill it with people, right? I was trying to fill it with men specifically. And, you know, I got married, didn't even care what, how he fit into my future right? He was kind. He was nice. That was good enough for me. You know, I had no picture of where God wanted me to go, How, what he wanted me to do. I knew I had desires to write um, and do those things and, you know, maybe do something artsy or whatever. <laughs> I had dreams of doing that, but it was something that was just like, okay, what's well, a hobby? I'll do it if I do it. I don't if I don't. And then one day, you know, depression hit me like a ton of bricks, you know, just trying to forced my way into the altar. Like I said, it's all in my book and everything. And just how I, God was trying to even put me in deliverance at the altar. I stopped my deliverance. That's how strong-willed I was in orchestrating this thing. And once I got married, Jezebel showed up, you know, the controlling spirit just like manifested like never before. You know, I was mean you know, and just, it's, I still was empty all of this time. I still was empty. Right. And so went through all of that, went through the divorce um, and then moved into a house and, you know, things were happening there. And then, you know, we, we ended up getting divorced and then I was in the season of trying to find me out. So it was a lot of alone time. You know, it was a lot of ups and downs. It was a lot of emotional ups and downs and God was filtrating me. You know, I found a church and, you know, just started, you know, just, I was still, this was since 2012. So this was 10 years, you know, I would say even for the, this was 10 years that I let allowed God to process me. So this is me sharing you guys, my testimony. 10 years of God processing me. And did I just sit around and, I mean, there was sometimes where it's just like, God, what are you doing? Why don't you give me what I want or whatever? But after being, I mean, going through countless times of deliverance, you know, it's just change. It just, things started changing and he was working things out of me. You know, like I said, it was like the depression and then it was, you know, like the controlling spirit. It's like he wouldn't let me go forward in the things of God and holy things without me being holy first. I couldn't touch holy things without him cleansing me first. And so then after that, getting in ministry, you know, just just trying to process and try to at this point, I'm just trying to pinpoint what was going on. And then after that, like I said, y'all, I would need a whole hour to tell you everything. (laughs) of of my testimony and how god worked things out i was at a point where you know i didn't know how i was going to pay bills right because it happened so fast we moved into the house got divorced didn't know how i was going to pay my bills i was working a job that it needed two incomes you know for me to make ends meet. i had bought everything new furniture everything so it was a point in time like my nipsco had got cut off I have to sell, you know, my blood for money, you know, for gas money while trying to serve in the church and do what I can. It was like the most, that was my wilderness, right? And I want to tell you guys, you you are going to go through a wilderness. No one's going to skip that wilderness spirit. And if you guys don't know what I mean about the wilderness, you know, in the Bible, it talks about the children of Israel wanting to having to go through. The wilderness after being let go from egypt and pharaoh set them free they had to go through this wilderness because god was really using that to bring them closer to him and this is what god used to bring me closer to him i had to go through a desert stage and i did i cried i threw a fit listen i didn't go through this easily I cried. I went through a fit. I threw tantrums. And, but the thing was, I did all of this to God, right? I did all of this in front of God. I asked God, you know, and then it was so weird. Everyone would come up to me and tell me to let it go, to let it go, to let strangers, right? People I don't even know telling me to let it go. And I used to get mad because I'm like, let go what? Let, what What do I have to let go? But I will always go to God and ask him for direction. I'm sorry. Ask him for direction. And, and when I'm telling you, and it sounds long because this is a journey. This is not a one week, God, you, you're going to fix it and it's going to be fine. And I'm going to be on the path to where you want me to go in a month. I'm telling y'all, this is a journey, right? And God will strengthen you for the journey, you know, and it's worth it. Like I, I, I'm testifying of this and I wouldn't say it if it wasn't so. It is worth it, right? So I'm telling you guys so that you can look at your situation or wherever you're going through and just say, okay, if somebody else has the strength to go through it, I know I can go through it, right? I'm telling you, you can go through it and it's it's necessary because the things that I have adopted through this journey, you know, look, I'm on here talking to (laughs) y'all. I'm on here giving you guys Jesus nuggets, right? I'm on here giving you guys Jesus nuggets that I had to suffer to get, right? To unclog my ears, to die to my, my desires. So that I can desire the things of God, and I can tell you guys that if you are willing to put down your desires, God can give you something much better, and and have you desiring something that's more fulfilling that will give you peace, right? Because this is all I, that I'm here for—to to testify. And when you testify, that's when God pulls you up for other people to see. So for those that are wanting fame. Wanting fortune, right? You know, it's like in Jesus' name, you have to be in the right position. To, it's to me that's the bonus. That's one thing. That is the bonus. I don't idolize that, right? Anything God said He's gonna take care of you, right? In the Bible, you just do what He tells you to do. All of that stuff is going to come. All of those extras are going to come, but he does not want you to worship that. I just wanted to put that pin in there. He doesn't want you to worship that. You can expect it, you know, but that's nothing that you worship. He's going to take care of you. So that's nothing that you have to worry about. But what you do have to worry about is telling your testimony in the way that he wants you to tell it. It may not be the way that I'm telling you now. He may want you to write it. He may want you to, but I'm going to let you know. Any ministry that you do for God, your testimony will have to be told. It has to be told. How are you doing ministry if you're not telling your testimony? Okay. (laughs) How are you doing ministry if you're not telling your testimony? I find myself at work telling my testimony, and I don't even expect to, not all of it, but you know, if there's a something that comes up, I don't expect to tell my testimony. It comes out, right? And it ends up blessing someone, you know? Yes, we have to testify. It ends up blessing someone. So if you're withholding that, you know, you're withholding your purpose of, you're, you're withholding your purpose, Part of your purpose includes your testimony. You gotta testify. I, I keep on saying that, but you have to testify, right? So that means you should want be open to God to deliver because your purpose rests on your testimony. If I if I'm getting through anybody, your purpose rests on your testimony. People want to know how Jesus has worked in your life. Like, why why should I, I believe what you're saying? Why should I have faith? And if you can sincerely, not from what you heard, from others that went through something, but from you, right? And you have this peace. And more than likely, when you have went through it and went through it well, suffered well, people can see that. It's like they can't explain it. There's something about you that draws them. It's that light, right? I always say that light, light draws everything, even books. <laughs> the light draws everything to you. And that's Jesus, draws everything to you. And they just intrigue, curiosity. There's something different about you. And you want to have something to to, to be able to tell, right? So anyways, I drifted off. Um, Like I said, I went through countless deliverances, you know, and it wasn't just at church. Majority of my deliverance, I would say, I would even say all of it was in my home, in my alone time with God. You know, I worshiped when I was in the darkest place of my life. I worshiped for a whole year without fail. I couldn't wait to get in my room. I couldn't wait to close the door and worship, cry out, you know, just just worship God, even thanking him for getting me through another day when I didn't have a dollar in my pocket, right? <laughs> I didn't know where the next, you know, how I was going to pay the next thing. I just worshiped him. And it may not have took care of the situation immediately, but what it did was give me peace and cause me to have a reliance on God. Like I've never felt before, you know, it helped me to trust God because in worship, God reveals to himself to you. So once you get secure on who he is, you'll trust what he does. That's good. When you are secure in who he is, you will trust what he does. And, you know, that's the whole thing he tries. This whole thing while you're going through is that he wants to solidify that. And nobody wants to hear this. We want to hear you're going to get this or you're going to get that. You know, all the microwaves, all the, you know, microwavable things. You want to quit. Why should I have to go through anything? Why God, Why do I have to go through these tests? Because it was never about you in the first place. (laughs) It was never about you in the first place. It was all about God and you are just the vessel that he is using because people need to see it. People need to see how his product works, right? That's how I look at it. He wants to see how his product works. So then after that, the dark season, I just remember just 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 getting deeper and deeper into god me getting more hungry for god um you know he blessed me with a job he told me that was coming right and he told me the reason why it was coming that wasn't the end i didn't stop worshiping god when i got what would sustain me right i had a job that was that paid everything right and then I was able to write my book because he made it so that I could have time. I work from home and he was like, I only did this to give you that provision to do what I'm telling you to do. And it still is true today. I still work from home. And like I said, it's not going to be it. I'm not, this is not my ending. You know, this is the testimony that God is building. And so now that when you're comfortable now he says okay now i'm gonna shift you i'm gonna move you right so like i said my testimony is just so long (laughs) but it's needed and it's needed for those that he has called me to um advise and talk to right so in order to help people you gotta tell your testimony. And like I said in the beginning, you know, your testimony can be in danger of becoming invalid if your witness is tainted. That would be so sad for you to go through all of that stuff and God take you through all of that stuff. And like I said, your attitude, it sucks, right? <laughs> you treat people, you know, and badly. Nobody's going to want to want to hear the testimony, no matter how powerful it is. You ruined it. You ruined it for them. So you guys, I just wanted to encourage you. Um, So I just want to hear from you guys. If you guys want to ask questions or anything, Um, what is keeping you from telling your testimony? You know, are there opportunities that you have told your testimony um did it scare you did it stop you from speaking you know or do you and i do understand where it's like well i'm gonna wait till god gets done i want to be able to pass this test which that's what you're supposed to do because people love to see the ending they want to see okay well what did you do after you passed that test right and it's um helping people trust god right Let me see what Clyde put. Your witness either opens or closes the door that will allow you to testify to others. Yes, your witness. How you show up to places? How you you know people just gonna be looking like, okay, you proclaiming God to this and that, but you don't know how to treat people. Just think about you know Jesus followers and 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 how they were in the Bible. You know they couldn't treat people any kind of way and just say, oh yeah, I'm rolling with Jesus. How? <laughs> How you rolling with Jesus and you just so mean, right? Testifying of Jesus should really just change your 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 disposition, you know, because there's a lot of people that preach Jesus and are mean, right? How you gonna preach Jesus and you mean? <laughs> I question if Jesus is has truly done a work. And that's what other people do, right? They question and see if God has, has God truly done a work in you? I can't tell. I can tell, but it's powerful. And I think we have to change the way how we think of testimony. I think sometimes we think of it as like, well, I just have to get it out. Uh, This is just something for me to pour out, you know, just something for me to tell. Like I said, this is key to your purpose. Your testimony is the reason why you have a ministry, right? We all have a ministry. We all have a ministry to preach Christ, to tell people about Jesus. But you have to witness to people about Jesus through your life. You know, what has he done? People want to hear that. People don't want to hear, okay, you're reading the scripture. You're breaking down the scripture. They want to hear the application. Okay, you telling me this, but how did this hit you? How did th- that scripture affect you? Right, like even in preaching, you know, and and, and maybe trying to listen. I ain't preached that much out, you know, in the pulpit. But the thing is, you'll know what to preach. And and it's funny because God will p- take you through something. And then you preach and that's the thing about, you know, being called to preach is that you got to have a testimony because you're called out like that because he knows you're going to tell. Right. You're going to tell of what he has done for you and you're preaching it because you're preaching his word and say, hey, let me tell you about a time in my life that this happened. Right. So I just want to let you guys know that to not keep it. If God has done a work in you, be prepared to be open to telling people about it. It's power. It's powerful. It sets people free. You know, uh, uh, telling people about Jesus and your testimony. Right? That's what brings people in. That's what, what draws people in. Because they know, they see you in the flesh. They see you in the flesh. They see God's work in the flesh. You know, they can't. If you just tell people about Jesus, Jesus did this. That imagination can only go so far. They want to see that manifestation of, of what you're talking about. <laughs> right? There has to be a, there has to be a, a witness to it. There has to be a testimony of it, of that healing, you know, of that deliverance, of that change. People need to see that change, right? So that's why I think a lot of people are just, you know, are tired of people that preach Jesus, but yet there's no change. Where is your testimony? Where is your testimony? You know, are you just keeping it to yourself and that's my business and all I need to do is, is is tell people about Jesus, but then you're really not, right? You're really not. You're only giving people breadcrumbs. You're only giving people pieces because you're not giving people a piece of yourself, right? And that's what God wants us to do, to pour ourselves out, to pour ourselves out, you know, to people. And you should want to, because that's the primary reason why you go through stuff. (laughs) So if anything, if you're questioning, why are you going through? Just be encouraged that God is building this story, this ministry in you that is going to help and heal people. I mean, it can be thousands of people. It can be, I mean, it could be one. You don't went through all this stuff for one. That's what the assignment is. It could be for 10 people, 20 people, thousands of people, millions of people, but it's for a purpose, right? (laughs) So I just wanted to, you know, pretty much, I think I'm done. I just wanted to get on here and tell you guys, I don't know, you know, sometimes I get on here and I'm just like, ah, why you got me, you know, saying this and saying that, but it's for somebody that, um... Just don't understand just that got lost in the test and don't want to testify. Don't get lost in the test because it's preparing you to testify. People need to understand and want want to know how you passed. How did you pass that test? How did you get through? Right? How did you get over? How did you get across? How? How? And people want to hear that, right? Don't just get across and then don't want to tell nobody else because you don't want them. And ooh, ooh, that's another thing. In competition, you know, don't want to tell anyone how you got over things because you don't want them. Be, it, it's 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 crazy because you don't want them. You want to be the superior head <laughs> and don't want nobody else to get delivered. There are some people that that are like that. They don't want to see people get healed and delivered and be set free. Because some people like to keep you under, like, like to see you in bondage. It's crazy. It's crazy. But this is all to set people free. Like I'm on here that you guys may be healed and be set free and not be locked in, you know, your own your own prison, right? Your testimony will set you free and others free. (laughs) So I just wanted to just get on here. It wasn't going to be a long um, Emotion Monday today or tonight, but I, I just keep repeating it. You know, like I said, this is for somebody and a lot of people don't like to hear talk like this. You know, this isn't interesting. This isn't about dating. This isn't about um you know a husband and wife and you know all of that stuff you know i get on here and say what god wants me to say <laughs> and just to remind a lot of you that you know don't despise you know your testimony the building of your testimony i want you guys to have a different perspective on what the testings of god is about you know he's not just torturing you or going you're going through what you're going through or hey we've had some fights listen I, I fight with God I fuss I fight I argue with God you know why I got to do this Why well, I don't want to do that you know going back and forth but that's what he wants though that's the thing that's what he wants that constant communication and that constant conversation and you know, and another thing, and, I, and I'm going to get off for real, another thing, uh, you got so many people that are watching you, even going through tests, that you don't even know. You don't know who, who the people that are watching you go through what you're going through, that admire your strength, you know, that admire your perseverance, you know, you don't know who's watching, right? <laughs> And you're giving them strength because they're watching you uh, go through something. They're watching your strength, right? What was the confirmation elevation that God gave you that indicated you had overcome? Whew, up to this point, um, I believe my confirmation or the revelation that God gave me was I had peace. It was this peace and joy that like followed me. And it didn't happen until I tapped into what he wanted me to do. Like this right here. When I started doing this during the pandemic. Because listen, I was I was scared to get on here. Right? And then, you know, God would tell me, go get on here and, and speak for me. So I'm like, what am I going to tell these people? I ain't got nothing to say. I done wrote this book. They can read the book. I'm only going to keep on telling this story that many times. And he just kept saying, get on there and let me speak. Then it started with blogs. And so it's like a weight lifted when I started doing this. Right. And then it hit me that all of that was all that I went through was for this. Like you'll feel it. It's a it's a weight that, that gets lifted off of you. You'll feel it. And things will start breaking off of you. Like when I started doing this, the broke off of me unexpected that I didn't realize that I was going through and it broke off in such a weird way. It broke off in a laugh. Like I saw something funny, you know, it was like during the pandemic, I saw something so funny. I laughed and then I cried and I felt that break. Right. You know, because I entered into the purpose that I, I was in. And so that was my confirmation that indicated that um I had over, you know, I overcame and the confidence and the strength that came with it. Like I said, at this point, <laughs> overcoming this mountain. Let me tell y'all, there are many mountains, many, many hills that you have to go over. I'm just this is just another mountain that I've overcame right um and also when you don't feel so bad you know uh telling your testimony i used to be in tears i told it anyway but i could tell there were certain aspects that were still hurting me when i told the testimony you know um i would just cry there is you know if i got to certain parts you know, I just, even then I was like, there's something that's, that still hurt. You know, there's something that hasn't been healed yet. And I remember when I went in prayer, I was going to bed, I went in prayer and I asked God, you know, I told God, first of all, I went in gratitude. I said, God, thank you for healing me up to this point. So I didn't go to him boastful and say, "Oh, God. I'm delivered and healed completely. I thanked him for the process thus far, right? And then remember earlier, I was talking about how people kept coming to me, strangers, and was like, let it go, let it go. At that point, this was like recently, maybe last year, this was recently, and he said now after i had came to him in gratitude recognized where i was i was truthful with where i was i knew i wasn't a hundred percent healed for at this point but i came to him truthful he said now you're ready to let it go and so i said well god what you know then i knew what to let go it's like it came to my mind so I went into I mean I was in tears. I went um down the line for people that I felt that dropped me at some point. And I asked for for you know to to like I forgive them. I forgive this person. I forgive that person. I forgive this person. And I even forgave myself. That was like the ending that took me under. <laughs> I was able to forgive my Maybe that's it, Clyde. That was the confirmation that God gave me that indicated that I had overcame. I was able to forgive myself. There was no more condemnation. I was done condemning myself. And I think once I had a resolve about that, yep, I think that's what that's what indicated that I overcame. I was able to forgive myself. Because sometimes we can beat up on ourselves if we feel that, you know, we allow things to happen or we allow people to do this to us. And, you know, we just say, well, I don't, you know, I just let people do this and let people do that, you know, and you have to forgive yourself because you didn't know. You didn't know. You know, you have to forgive yourself for not knowing. You know, Jesus did on the cross. You know, they did all kinds of stuff to them. Forgive them for they know not what they do. So you have to forgive yourself because you didn't know what you you didn't know what you do what was doing right. Forgiveness is necessary. That's the subject of class today. Yes. Self forgiveness, absolutely. That was good, Clad. Thank you for the push. <laughs> yep, I had to forgive myself. Right, because that is one thing that the the enemy will get will guilt you with is that it's all your fault you put yourself into that mess. And it leaves you feeling like you're not worthy to tell your testimony because you like, I put myself in this mess. So you know how am I going to testify this? And it was it was it was me. You know, he makes you feel like that that you're you you're not worthy to tell a testimony. Ain't that weird? Ain't that crazy? <laughs> be careful of that. Be careful of the enemy even trying to stop you from telling your testimony. Don't second guess it. If it comes up, it comes up. I don't care where it is. I don't care if you're in a drive-through window. I don't care even if it's a couple things. You know, I don't care even if it's in a, on a job. If it prompts to be, and you'll know. Insert, insert your testimony here. Right. <laughs> So that's all that I have for you guys tonight. Um let's see. Like I said I was going to do cuz I promised God every time that I was going to do this Emotion Monday that um you know, I'll give the opportunity for people to you know, rededicate their life, you know, to Christ and um you know, and be saved. You know, sometimes we make it in such a big thing, you know, that, oh, well, I can't get saved because churches, the church isn't open today, you know, but God is always open, right? (laughs) You know, and this is all that you have to do, you know, Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. This is all that you got to do. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So this is a confession, right? Like I said, Romans 10 and nine, this is a confession. You say these things, you have to do it with your mouth right you have to say God you know I sin forgive me of my sins you know I believe in you come to my heart and this is for those that even want to rededicate their lives right and then the only thing that I do ask that when you do say that prayer you know you do go to God and say forgive me of my sins I want to receive you today I want to receive you in my heart you know then you have to go for training. <laughs> You know, find you a a place of worship that believes in the Holy Spirit. And that's where your training starts, right? That's where your training starts. You know, you, you get baptized, you, you know, you learn things, you go for a place of, of, of eating, you know, and, and, and training and training you how to, you know, just be better, Right. So it doesn't stop. But I encourage you guys, even after you have said that prayer, you receive Jesus because tomorrow is definitely not promised. Don't wait for Sunday, you know, receive him today. And I promise God, you know, God was telling me like nobody is doing this, you know, offer Christ, offer Christ. And the good thing about it is that, you know, that I'm offering some people wait to have to see they want to see who's being saved, but I love it that when I get to heaven, (laughs) I will see names that I have never, I don't know, and faces that I have never seen, right? Just by lending an olive branch. So that's why it's so important for you to, to tell your testimony, right? It's so important to te- you know. I could testify of this. I could testify of Jesus all day, <laughs> right? <laughs> so look, I got teary eye right there because I, you know, nobody is doing this. You know, I look at some Christian things and I'm like, "Where's the 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 invitation? You know, for Christ? Where's the invitation? Where's the invite? You know?" So I dedicated, you know, because this isn't me. This isn't my thing. This is God, right? So he has access to my stuff. (laughs) This ain't even my stuff. He has access to anything that he wanna be up in and anything that he wanna do. Right. So I allow him. This is his space. I allow him to be here. You know, I don't care if it's cool, if it's if it's not cool, if it's, you know, if it's too too much or it's too well, this ain't church, uh whatever this is Jesus. Nobody said nothing about church. This is Jesus. And I want people to get him, right? (laughs) So I thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, if you haven't dedicated your life to Christ, read that scripture, repeat what I said, you know, and and, and just find a place where you can just grow and learn and learn about the Holy Spirit and how much that it is needed. Because how many of you know that you can't work? You can't do the things of God effectively. And as much as he wants you to do it without the Holy Spirit, you need that power, right? So I thank you guys for, t- again, I'm ending it for real. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm going to end it. Stay tuned. Um, next month, if you're wondering about God plus topic, that's a, a laxed, uh platform, but it's still God right? It's still God included. It's just, I have my friend, my co-host Aquila Hicks. We get on there, we talk, you know, all things God and with human issues, right? So to offer you guys solution, because you can talk about God. You could talk about Jesus at lunch. You could talk about God at breakfast, right? You can include him in your situation and in your conversations, right? So we're just kind of teaching you and showing you that you can do that, right? So thank you guys again for tuning in, tune into the podcast and I'll see you guys (laughs) next week. All right, bye-bye.